everybody, welcome back once again to Lifehouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. My name is Ben Hobson and with me is a rested and restored David Thomas. Hi everybody, how are you all doing? And we, this is this is feeling really weird for us, hey, this is, we it haven't is. done this in how long? A month well, and a half? Yes, yes, it, 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 the last one we did was in the car, which is different. It was different. <laughs> and then we've had a, an unusual month to say the least. Unusual? Uh, yes, a month of... Lots of rain, yeah, and then, of course. And then these floods that nearly matched the 1974 floods, yeah. Our heart and prayers go out to all the people that are really being impacted, especially who've lost loved ones. Yeah, this period of it's time. been mm-hmm. it's been a real um, national disaster. Yes, because it's hit. It's not only hit Queensland as well; like it's hit New South Wales and on its way down. Yeah, so that was, yeah, it was it was very strange to sort of be holed up in our in our homes and mm. like where I live the the road the train station that my wife catches the train to work was completely underwater and you you took a video of it yes. it was just so <laughs> strange to see the road that you're used to every just, day just taking it for granted yeah and and then it's just completely underwater I mean, the, the, the power of the water because just down the road but the, the the road that ben is talking about there are two bridges one is a one is about two meters above the other bridge one going and one coming two lanes each and um, they've had to close off the upper lane bridge because from my perspective on the far side of the bridge going into Strathpine there's about I, I would say I had a glimpse about two meters of road between the bridge and the where it goes onto the bank mm. it's gone and they have to fill it in wow. to build it up again that's just the power of the water and that was yeah that's saying something as well isn't it just Ah, uh, the phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've jettisoned the phones, but this... Uh, he's Callan's got it. He's got it, it's okay. Never <laughs> Callan, mind. Callan's my son. <laughs> it's good we're filling it in, because what we were both just talking about before we hit record on this was just how we've had such a great rest, and such we feel both very restored and very rested and ready and willing to hit this new year with on the ground running, but just our minds <laughs> a little... Vegetative mode. Vegetative mode, yeah. So, what we're doing today, we're going to try and take it fairly easy today, just for our sakes, and we're just going to try and wrap up the series that we've been talking about, which was training and recruitment. Well, what what I'd like to do today is a little bit of a practical. So, I'm going to ask you to do some practical things, and what we're doing is we're wrapping up the section on training and recruitment that deals with you. Now, you, now you know that we just, we're just touching on the subject lightly because this is just the stuff that I'm going to be writing about Yes. in the year that is ahead. Hmm. I just want to greet Anthony there in Port Adelaide, South Australia. He sent us a, a nice email. And Anthony, in answering your question about the books and will it come out in a study course, answer to that is both yes um, and thanks for your prayers. Yeah, thanks so much for, for the email. It's really encouraging to get that from you, Anthony. And so what I'd like to do now is, is, is just summarize training and recruitment with regards to who, who you are. And there's something that I'd like our podcast listeners to actually do. That's great. Um, and go through this week trying to practice this just to gain a, a perspective mm. um, of training. And then next week we're going to start on looking at the enemy because you know Sun Tzu says know yourself know your enemy you do not have to worry about the outcome of any battle and my adapted version of that saying is know God know yourself know the enemy and you won't have to worry about the outcome of a battle mm-hmm. 
And so what we're going to touch on just a, a little bit, not go into it in great detail, because I'll cover that in the book, will be um, the enemy. Just looking at the enemy, um, what, who is this enemy, what, what is he capable of, what can he do, what can't he do, how does he operate, etc. And just go into that just a little bit in the next couple of podcasts. That's, that's really great. But for this one, you want to focus on some practical yes, exercises, yes. which is also great. All right. First of all, when we began section two with regards to um, you, you as a, as, as a warrior of Christ, we gave you homework in terms of trying to find out where you were with regard with as a soldier. What yes. what kind of soldier were you? And mm-hmm. then we we worked our way through that in, ter- in 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 understanding that we as we get born again and we become children of God, we become that boy soldier that goes into the training field, goes into the training school. But our flesh. And because of the wounds of our past, which the Lord now begins to deal with and, and, and to remove uh, in the training grounds, leads us into manifesting certain characteristics that are not healthy towards us. And you can see them reflected in those five, the four, four other warriors, the, mm. the berserker, the Athenian, the deformed soldier, and mercenary? the mercenary. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the mercenary. Thanks, Ben. And what we've got to do now is in the training, we've got to begin to understand that in the training field, the Lord begins to deal with these issues and we have to begin working, dealing with the wounds that are being covered up by lies, that are actually covering up our, our, our ministry, our anointing, our giftings. And we've also got to start to grow fruit. Yes. And I'll be talking extensively about fruit in a few podcast time way down the line. Great. And, and and using fruit as a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, an apple. yeah like a protest rally. <laughs> yeah, throw an apple. Get hit with eggs and oranges. <laughs> and see how effective that is against the enemy. Really, I thought you really said powerful. your brain was in a vegetative state. It sounds like you've been thinking. <laughs> I'm sitting here just dumb. <laughs> Man. Oh, showing me up anyway, again. It's anyway. all right. So that was your homework. And by now you should be able to start thinking okay this is where i'm at and this is what god is doing in and through me mm. and so instead of asking the question why or why god is this happening i'm, I'm starting to ask you what what are you teaching me lord in this in this area now what i want you to do is if you've got time and and, and spend a week on this take the book of ephesians now the ephesians is what my favorite new testament book yes right? so it's my favorite new testament book it is a great book Take the book of Ephesians and begin going through the book of Ephesians, but applying the five factors to the book of Ephesians. Applying the five factors. Yeah, try and identify the five factors. So what I'm going to do with you is, 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 is I'm going to throw a couple of verses of scriptures at you, and I'm going I'm to ask you to see if you can place a factor on that. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll remind the people of the five factors, which is chapter one. Yes, so what are the five factors? Jeez, now, now my brain's a vegetative state. As soon, oh. as, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I hope he knows. <laughs> uh, moral law, heaven, earth, the commander, and method and discipline. Oh, thank goodness. Let me write those down. Because I mean, if I'm answering, what was it? Moral law. Moral law. Heaven. Heaven, earth. Earth. The commander. Commander. And method and discipline. Method and discipline. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've written okay. them down. I'm ready. Now, 
one the 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 second thing pause take time after i've said this stop the recording and go and read the read the five chapter the six chapters of ephesians just go and read the whole chapter without thinking just go and read it get an understanding of it Mm -hmm. when you put the recording back on and you're listening to these chapters that verses that i'm going to be throwing at ben i want you to try and interpret the book of ephesians according to one of my key verses in the book of Ephesians, which is ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 so right now stop your recording go and read the whole book and then reread ephesians chapter 3 10 and you can possibly look at all the way up to verse 13. Do you want me to read that one out for you? Go for it. And I can actually say that it is one of the important ones because David's got it underlined here (laughs) in his Bible. I do write in my Bible. You do. You've got things shaded in. All right, so chapter 3, verse 10 of Ephesians. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. Okay, so effectively you can disregard 13 if you want, but the, the, two, the, 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 the two words that are key, as far as I'm concerned, is the first two words in verse 10. His intent. Mm. What is his intent what is the vehicle of his intent and what is the objective of his intent yeah Mm. have a a think of this play around play around with this thought in 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 your head now and and this is in terms of spiritual warfare what we're trying to do etc but can you imagine Going through life, going through your life, reading scripture like this, or trying to interpret scripture like this, but trying to interpret a trying to interpret it according to those two verses, those two words. And what does that say to you? His intent. What does that say to me? Jeez, I don't know, David. <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> well, there's an intentionality to God that I think might be getting might become lost on occasion when we read the Bible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when we're reading the Bible, we can sort of see it as just nice stories and stuff like that. But there's an intention there. And like you always speak of the Christmas story, which is what you always say. It wasn't just Jesus was born. You said it was an invasion. And it was for this intent. So I think... Well, just just throwing the Christmas story, because you brought it up, um, one of the objectives of warfare, if you go and read Sun Tzu... Warfare, he, according to Sun Tzu, is all about deception. Now, if we, if we get into politically correct stroke, religiously correct circles, and I'll be talking about that extensively, this religious spirit in the church, ex- quite extensively later on. Um, that the birth of Jesus was probably one of the most deceptive and devastating actions of the universal war that you'll ever find. Mm. That and the crucifixion. You know, and, and, and it's not as if it's not as if 
Now just think about this. It's not as if God didn't use that before. The what? The birth? The, 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 the method of, of sending a baby in under the radar. No, I guess he didn't. I guess like King David was a child. There's even a better example than that. Oh, Go might, back further. You might have to give it... Moses. Oh, of course. Baby in the, in the reeds. How, how do you plant a baby in the enemy's kingdom, in the middle of the kingdom, in mm. the middle of the throne, and right next to the seat of power, mm. send a baby in and get him adopted by the king? <laughs> <laughs> or the king's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, geez. Yeah, it's yeah. not exactly a... a it's not exactly the berserker that we're talking about there, is it? When it's this little child, you can't really... Yeah. I see what you're saying. You're sending in... The, the, the warfare is all about deception. When you feel strong, don't appear strong. When you feel weak, don't, don't appear weak. Mm. I mean, okay, I might be stretching this scripture out of context a little bit, but where Jesus talks about prayer and fasting, now prayer and fasting is a powerful weapon. Yes. Right now, the Lord says, when you fast, don't fast like the the Pharisees and that kind of stuff. You know, when they when they fasting, they make sure everybody knows, oh, I'm fasting. And they appear all you know, gaunt. And then we can and... get all we get all the Christians coming around, you know, and you go to a tea party and no, brother, I'm fasting. Thank you, Hallelujah, praise yeah. God. <laughs> and everyone looks at him. Oh, he's he's a holy one. You know, Look at that guy. You know, you know the image that comes to my mind: Toy Story with all the little green three eyed guys. Oh, that, oh. <laughs> that's out of what context. Is, what is? <laughs> yeah, but what is? But, but but everyone around him goes, oh, you know, he's all religious, all holy. Yeah. What does Jesus say? Act normal. Yeah, that's another thing with with prayer as well. He says the same thing, doesn't he? Don't pray out loud in front of everyone so to draw attention to yourself. Look how holy I am. Go and pray by yourself in your room privately mm. to the Lord. So go back to that verse of scripture. What factors? What factors would you fit under verse ten here, chapter th- uh, chapter three, verse ten? His intent was that now through the church the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to His eternal purpose which He accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. I would say, well, the five factors. I would say the commanders at work there definitely commanding, mm-hmm. um, and then there's method and discipline. I think because of the whole four. Yep. Yeah. The rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, like he's got a lot of discipline in the in the order of things, which I guess would also account for moral law. Yep. Um, and of course, rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. So we've got heaven in there. Is Earth in there? No, no, no. Remember, ground is a situation. That's right. That is right. So factor yes. one and four, the ones in this verse of scripture, as far as I interpret it, because moral was that moral law and yeah, commander. What is God's intent? What is the vehicle of God's intent? Mm. And what is that vehicle supposed to accomplish? There are three things there. God's intent was that now the vehicle through the church. That's you. Mm. His intent was now through the church. Where the church? Yeah. Yep. The manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. And that's the moral law. According to the eternal purpose. The manifold now, now you can go and read in chapter 6 there that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, powers of darkness of this world, spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. Pretty much a declaration of war there. You know, moral law, yeah, which is 
God's law. This is his intent. Yeah. According to his eternal purpose. Mm -hmm. The church, which is method and discipline, the structure of your army and its objective. Army is created to go to war. Right. (laughs) I love that verse of scripture. Now... What you need to do is, is is just go through the whole book of Ephesians and really begin to um, examine according to what we've te- be, been teaching you so far. So I'm, I'm a soldier of the cross of Jesus Christ and I'm going through the book of Ephesians and I'm studying it. And if you if you pick up any theological book or if you pick up any book of, of, of New Testament studies or whatever, you, you're basically going to get a... a, a uh, some Christian theologian writing about the divisions of the book of Ephesians and it's pretty good to basically study that because mm-hmm. essentially Ephesians is divided into two sections one the first three chapters of the theory the second three chapters of the application of that theory mm, okay and so when you read chapter one chapter two chapter three you're talking about the eternal foundation of the church you're talking about the church and what and and what it's got to do mm. and then in chapter 3 you're talking about the goals of the church so here's a verse some in the first like chapter 1 is is essentially for me factor 1 moral law you know law. the moral law and 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 in this in this chapter you've got these words in Christ or in Christ Jesus or in him and essentially you can Gain a clear understanding of exactly who you are mm. and the extent of the recruitment in terms of God coming to choose you. Yeah, and I was just reading here. In Him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will. And that's just right there, isn't it? In mm. Him, His will, like, and we were also chosen. What does that say to you? What does that say to me? Personally, what does that say to you personally? Well, it says to me personally that I have been chosen. And I think the weight of that is something that I am yet to really understand the full breadth of, if you, if you know mm. what I mean. In Him, we were also chosen. I was chosen by God. Yeah. Personally, for me... I don't know whether I'll ever wrap my head around that and the weight, <laughs> the weight of the importance yeah. of that, the creator of the universe, created all the stars, created everything. Now, remember a few podcasts back, you you mentioned th- this phrase, um, we are sinners saved by grace. And we spoke a little bit about that in terms of yes, understanding who we are, who we actually are. And how often... People will, will, will accept Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. But they, 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 they find it very difficult to begin. Uh, what is the word? I'm, I'm struggling to find a word. Not growing or not realizing, not understanding, but all of them combined mm. into actually who we are and being able to live from that perspective and that understanding yes. without getting all religious. And going one of two ways. One is that that worm pride. Oh, I'm a sinner saved by grace. And the other one is the Pharisee pride. Where we become so religious, we become self-important within ourselves. Yes. Yeah, I see what you're saying. There's two different extremes that people have gone to. 
where they're, you know, they either feel completely incapable of anything or they become self-indulgent. And so for you to win every battle, you need to know God. You need to know yourself. Yes. And a clear perspective, a clear understanding for you to know who you are is you need to understand those five factors that we spoke about in chapter one. Mm Mm-hmm. And a clear understanding of factor one, which is the moral law. On what do you base this understanding? On what do you base this um, morale, mm. the spirit, the corpse that you want to go out and do battle with? Yeah. You know, are you prepared to die for this stuff, or or is it so flimsy for you that the first onslaught you're going to cut and run? Yeah, and, 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 and so it's so crucial it's so important for you to know exactly who you are and, and then begin to understand the method and discipline that God will use in training you mm. and he will train out of you the railer the, 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 the berserker the mercenary the Athenian soldier the, you know, he'll, he'll train all of that out of you and he will train into you the correct moral law. The correct yeah. moral law, the correct yeah. perspective. perspective. And I guess I guess an illustration of that that I was just imagining in my mind is if you've got, you know, your ranks, you've got your front line of soldiers standing up at the front. Now, if you're up there and you're nothing but a sinner saved by grace, which, you know, we've, we've talked about, you're a sinner saved by grace, but that sort of false humility of feeling useless and feeling bad about yourself you're not going to wait in there with the rest of the troops. As soon as that army comes over the crest of the hill, you're going to duck, tail, and flee straight away because you don't have the moral or the correct perspective. And same goes for what you were saying, the Pharisee. If they're overconfident, if they're over cocky, I mean, you can use the example of Maverick from Top Gun. Just goes in there and just, he's, oh, I don't need the rules, and he just goes in there and he just gets slaughtered because he's too full of himself and not full of this moral law. Yeah. Chapter 2, I'm going to get you to read the first two verses. Okay. Chapter 2. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Okay, read 3. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Okay, now, this, the, from there, it moves into probably one of the most powerful verses of, two verses of scriptures for me out of Ephesians, which would be sort of 8, and, uh, eight to 10, which is you save by grace. So, Everything to do with getting you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, the recruitment process, the choosing process, everything getting you in the process of taking you from one kingdom to the other. You've got nothing to do with that. It's Jesus yes. and, and, and his sacrifice and, and, and that's it. You are saved by grace, unmerited favor. You did nothing for that. Mm. You just got to accept it. It is the gift of God. Yeah. But then he takes you into the training school. To prepare you for works which he created for you to do before you were even he chose you born. He chose you having to do been this. predestined according to the plan of him. And then we can move on to 
3.10, his intent was that now through the church, hmm. the manifold wisdom of God will be made known. So he's going to manifest his wisdom in you to all these demonic powers. Which is massive, isn't it? That's my interpretation of that. Yeah, well. Okay. I'm getting a newfound respect for the book of Ephesians. <laughs> what factor are we talking about in the verses you read? What factor? Yeah. I would say moral law. I would say no. Stretching oh, it a oh, bit. Stretching it? You could, yeah. What about method and discipline? Yep, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. He has taken you a civilian and he is now training you. He chose you. He came and recruited you. He's put you in the training school. And and, and, and so now we, he, he's, he's now training, training us yeah. and equipping us to stand next to him to go into battle, to make manifest his wisdom mm. through Christ Jesus. That's, he chose us, <laughs> and now we're in training. Yep. He saved us by grace. Just He said, no, I want you. Pulled us out of the ranks and said, okay, training time. Um, chapter 3, uh, from verse 14 to 20. Do you want to read verse uh, 16? Sure. Of which one? Three. Yeah. Three sixteen. It's just like the wrestler. Someone called Steve Austin. I don't think they're referring to this today. That was John. Uh, three sixteen. I pray that out of His glorious riches He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being. Inner, inner being. Yeah. All the way through that. What factor? Verse yeah, fourteen, sixteen, and seventeen. Uh, eighteen and nineteen. All of those. The, the whole thing is factor two. Heaven. Heaven. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Carry on. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Ah, that is <laughs> awesome scripture. Yeah, we've got to hurry. So I've got, there's, there, I mean, there's just so much in Ephesians, like chapter four. Chapter four deals with training and battle. The whole of chapter four deals with training and battle. Um, from verse 17 onwards, mm. you're looking at areas of invasion. Areas that the enemy comes in and invades. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw things at you. For example, in verse... Sorry, I must put my glasses on. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> in verse 18, the hardening of your hearts. That's an area in which the enemy will come in and try and invade and create a stronghold or will create a beachhead within your heart. Mm. Um, verse 22, you are taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which has been corrupted by deceitful desires. Mm. You know, deceitful desires, uh, falsehood, verse 25, anger gives a foothold. Satanic invasion comes through anger. Yeah, one of the, well, one yeah. of the areas, it gives a foothold for the devil. Verse 29, unwholesome talk gives a foothold for the devil. Verse 30, grieving the Holy Spirit. You know? Yeah, well. 31, bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, and every form of malice. It just goes on, you know, and in, in terms of... These are areas in which the enemy will come in and, and, and areas of attack where he will where you gotta build a defense against this. 
Yeah. And that's what we're going to be talking about in terms of weapons training uh, after we've done dealing with the enemy a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so much in Ephesians I want to talk to you about, but the, the last thing I want to actually talk to you about, and I'd like you to read it, is verse 5, chapter 5, mm-hmm. um, verse 15 to 18. You want to read that? Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. That's incredible. Absolutely. You know, meditate on that. Just just spend some time meditating. You know, just like, be careful how you live. Be alert. The enemy prowls around like a roaring lion. It's all there. It's all there. Be wise. Be wise how you live. And we're going to be talking about um, living a life of of where you've got the wisdom of God Mm. manifesting through you. And, and, and making use of it so that you can live the John 10, 10 life, which is life abundantly. Life in freedom. That is. You know? I love I love making the most of every opportunity. Yeah. And just meditating on that alone. Just thinking about oh, making the most of every opportunity. And I mean, I've spent days in this holiday just resting, watching TV the entire day. But maybe that is. Like, I've just... Absolutely. I have to... Like, I just want to go away. I've been inspired. We watched The West Wing, my wife and I. And just the the inspiration of that team in that that show. So guess what, Father Christmas brought one of my presents uh, this year. It wasn't Stargate, was it? Oh no, I've got the whole series of that. That takes special place, pride of pride of praise. Oh, okay, I've got the next. Sorry. I've also got Battlestar Galactica, but that but this this Christmas. What did you get? X Files. Oh the really? Whole series. The whole series. So we just sat vegetating, looking, watching X Files, watching X Files. I think it's fifteen. Seasons or something. Yeah, it's a long it's a one. Big box set. Lena and I tried to watch that, but I didn't like it. <laughs> Got too scared? No, it's just, no it's, it's, I didn't like it. Star Trek is a bit scared of that. Yeah, yeah, music. a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just didn't. Lena but loves it. I just Making the most, making the most of every opportunity. Just if you can meditate on some of the stuff here, it's incredible. And as we go into weapons training, I'm going to start bringing a lot of the stuff out. I'm going to start bringing how the enemy uses strongholds and how he uses bridgeheads and yep. uh, all, of the, all that stuff to try and invade you and what weapons you need to use in, 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 in dealing with him. Um, but yeah, as we close off this session, just go through the book of Ephesians this week that lies ahead. Maybe take a chapter a, a day and read it and just and underline certain key points that jump out at you and just really really yeah. read it not just because i have a bad habit of reading the bible and just reading it like a book but really read it and let stuff sink okay. in okay if i can correct you there it's not a bad habit to just read it like a book that's good oh okay that's good but with that like i've found that i just don't yeah. fully get the weight of a lot of what's get said in well the what you need to do what you need to do is then if you read it like a book then, 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 like, say you're going to read five chapters a day. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my 30 chapters a week that I've got from Neil Cole and that, that I'm getting you guys to do. Yes. Every now and then, just take a verse of scripture and just write it out on a, like a little business type card, put it in your pocket, and mm. then meditate on it. Now, meditation, biblical meditation, means not emptying your mind and going into one of these little trances and whatever, you, you know, these Eastern philosophy and all that stuff. But meditation, biblical style, is to take that verse of scripture and think on it. Yeah. Chew it up. What does this mean? Why is he saying this? 
who is this for you know what does it mean to me how can i apply this to my life and 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 let it live like for example chapter 5 15 to 18 or 19 how does this apply to me Hmm. i've i've taken to doing that i've read my five chapters and at the end i write down what i got out of it and then i have that sentence and i'm like what does this mean and i take that and i think it would be really good to go about your days and just every once in a while prompt yourself Mm. about you know making the most of every opportunity prompt yourself with stuff from ephesians think what am i doing yeah. All right, let's wrap it up there because I think we've gone. Oh man, we went over. way over time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed an extra six or seven or eight minutes of the podcast. <laughs> I'm sure you did. It was all good. But thanks very much for listening, and I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, next week we start on the enemy. The enemy, which is a very important one, so don't miss out on that one, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great week. See ya. Bye.